word of the Lord. And I'm going to ask if you've got scripture. Amen. And it says, Amen, beginning Mark 14 and 1. And after two days, it was the Passover and the feast of the unleavened bread. And the chief priests and the scribes saw how they might take him by trickery and put him to death. But they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar of the people. And being uh, and being in let's see, let me catch up with you. Bethany. Yeah, let me just turn around. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flask of very costly oil of spikenard. Then she broke the flask and poured it on his head. But there were some who were indignant among themselves and said, Why was this fragrant oil wasted? For it might have been sold for more than 300 an hour and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. But Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always. And whenever you wish, you may do them good. But me, you do not always, or you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Amen. May God have a blessing. Yes. Amen. Amen. To the hearing and the reading of his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Say it with me. It's not wasted. He is worth it. Hallelujah. And uh, as we look at this 14th chapter uh, of the book of uh, Mark, uh, this incident is recorded not only here in the 14th chapter, uh, but it is also recorded uh, in the book of Matthew. Uh, it talks about uh, the same incident and gives some light uh, uh, from Matthew's perspective. And it is also talked about in the 12th chapter uh, of the book of John. And in fact, in the 12th chapter of the book of John, it tells us who the woman is. The woman that uh, comes and anoints Jesus is Mary the sister of Lazarus. Amen. So, going back to the 14th chapter there at the first verse, uh, you'll notice it said in two days and after two days it was the Passover. 
the feast of unleavened bread. And the chief priests and scribes saw how they may take him by trickery and put him to death. When you read over in John, it also talks about not only were they plotting to kill Jesus, they were plotting to put Lazarus to death. I mean, I want you to think about the amount of evil that these people were operating in. Why did they want to put Lazarus to death? Well, because a lot of people, when they saw Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead, began to believe. And so they figured, we'll get rid of Jesus and we'll get rid of Lazarus as well. So they were plotting to kill him. But uh, as they were plotting and making their plans, they said, well, we're not going to do it during the time of the feast. Because there will be too many people in Jerusalem. We'll wait till after the feast and after the crowds have dissipated and then uh, by trickery or, or whatever, uh, we'll get him, uh, get them and kill them. Now the reason that I point that out, and this uh, doesn't necessarily apply to the message today, but I point that out is to show you how man can scheme and connive and plot many other plans that are in a man's heart, but it is God's what? Purpose that prevails. And what I'm pointing out to you is that they had agreed they weren't going to mess with Jesus during the feast. But do you all know God had another plan? Y'all hear what I said? Amen. This didn't catch God by surprise. Amen. Didn't catch Jesus by surprise. Even though they said we're not going to touch him during the feast, God uh, did not want this thing to be done in a corner. And he caused it, amen, uh, to come to fruition during the Passover. While there were crowds still in Jerusalem, amen, they didn't pick the time that Jesus died. God picked the time for him to die. And, 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 and that, that, that gives comfort to me, and, and, and that gives, amen, assurance to me, amen, as a child of God, I don't care, amen, what, amen, uh, the rabble-rouser says, amen, I don't care, amen, who's against me, if God be for me, they can't touch me, amen, won't be able to do nothing to you unless God say so. Or is anybody listening to it? Hallelujah. Talking about, it's not wasted. He's worth it. Amen. Let's talk about the purpose of anointing. Amen. The purposes of the anointing. Uh, Mary. Mary, and I want to remind you of the two sisters of uh, Lazarus. Mary was the one who, uh, when Martha was troubled and Amen. Entertaining. Amen. Martha's, Martha's kind of like Martha Stewart, so to speak. You know, she, she, she's the, 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 the uh, organizer and, amen, the, 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 the caterer and so forth. And, and, and what we have in the text, uh, they're not at uh, Lazarus' house, but they're at the house of Simon the leper. And, and Lazarus is uh, invited, and, and Martha uh, is serving 
uh, are catering the meal to the group that is at Simon the leper's house. Now, uh, let me say this. Uh, Lazarus is at the table because Lazarus, amen, uh, is there and, and, and Jesus had raised him from the dead. And, and it's good to see, amen, he wasn't spooky, you know. Uh, he, he, he ate food, he converted. When, 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 when God does a thing, he does a thing. Y'all got hear what I'm saying? Amen. He's sitting at the table, amen, uh, and, and he's at the house of Simon the leper. Now, Simon the leper was a leper. Because if he was still a leper, he wouldn't be sitting at the table. Y'all listening to me? He, he, he would have been separated from family and what have you. So Simon had been healed by Jesus. But you know what? Sometimes people can become so uh, 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 associated with their infirmity that it becomes a part of their name. Hallelujah. It becomes a part of their name. And so even, uh, uh, and, 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 and I don't think in a negative sense does uh, Mark call him Simon the leper, but he does it to draw attention, amen, to the power of Jesus. Yes, yes. And, and look at the one who would have been separated, yes. amen, but now, amen, he's inviting Jesus to his home and Lazarus to his home, and they're seated around the table. Join fellowship and company. Hallelujah. And, and, and what I went to point out, Mary is the sister that when Martha was entertaining them in Lazarus' house, Mary was the one uh, who didn't care about serving. She left her sister to serve alone. Where was Mary? She was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to the words that he spoke. Hallelujah. And it's that same Mary who's the woman that comes up, amen, in the crowd of men. And, and when you think about sitting at the table, the way that they sat at tables back in biblical times, uh, it wasn't like our dining room tables at home, amen. It was a table that was low to the ground, and they would sit on cushions, amen, around the table. Uh, uh, so they were at a lower level. And when Mary came up behind him, uh, 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 standing, she would have been uh, standing above Jesus' head. Women at that time, when men were gathered around at the table, uh, uh, custom was women didn't come in and, and interfere uh, uh, with the men as they were conversing in Jewish society. Uh, the only time that the woman would come in would be uh, to bring food and uh, to serve at the table. But, uh, amen, Mary uh, interrupts, interrupts their conversation, interrupts what's going on, amen, and, and whatever the subject was that they were conversing about, she comes in behind Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And she's got an alabaster container. Amen. Of spikenard. And, and, and it's a container. Amen. Uh, uh, John tells us it was about a pound of spikenard. Uh, uh, the disciples, I believe Jews it was, estimated that the amount 
and the cost of that spikenard was about 300, over more than 300 denarii. A denarii in Jesus' time is the amount of money that you made for a day's work. A denarii represented a day's pay. So if it was over 300 denarii, the value of that, of that costly perfume oil, amen, the value of it was over, uh, over 300. In other words, in value, the, the, the value of that oil represented a year's work. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If you're working and you draw a salary, you got an income, Amen. I want you to think about how much it is that you get for a year. What is that value? Think about it in your head. That oil represented a year's salary. A year's labor. I did a little research and I found that uh, that was one of the ways that they uh, 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 were able to keep their wealth. Uh, it, was a, it was a portable way and, and it had value, and its value was known. You know, just like how some, uh, there's some people that uh, collect silver. There's some people that collect gold bullion. Amen. There's some people that uh, uh, collect precious stones or diamonds. And, and they keep it in the event that there's a calamity and if paper money's not worth anything, if you've got something that has intrinsic value, Amen. You'll be able to uh, make it. You'll be able to buy, sell, or barter because you've got, amen, commodities that are valuable and that are transferable. Mary had this alabaster box worth for years labor. And somebody, one writer said it was probably an inheritance. It was probably an inheritance that Mary had received and had been passed down possibly from mother to daughter, mother to daughter. Amen. It represented her inheritance. Hallelujah. And she came up behind Jesus and she broke the container, the alabaster container that it was in. And she poured the oil and she started from his head. And all just ran down. Hallelujah. And everybody in the room it got their attention. She changed the atmosphere. Suddenly the room was, amen, and the atmosphere, the aroma had changed to the overpowering essence of that spike noise. And immediately, folk got upset. And they gave her some mean looks. And some of them didn't just stop with mean looks. They began to say, what a waste. Why was this wasted? It could have been sold for over 300 denarii and given to the poor. And here they are, they're trying to shame her and make her feel bad. And Jesus, what did Jesus say? Let her alone. 
let her alone. Let her alone. She did what she could. She has anointed me. Remember I told you this is about a week. This is on a Saturday. Before the Passover. Jesus is going to be crucified on a Friday. So it's approximately about a week before he's going to be crucified. And, and, and Jesus says she has anointed me for my burial. Hallelujah. I want to I want to I want to delve into uh, the purposes of the anointing. And I want to draw from this incident. Uh, I thank God for Mary. Uh, when you look at John's account, it talks about not only did she pour it on his head and it ran down, but when it got to his feet, she took her hair and, and, and wiped his feet. I want you to stop and think about she was wiping the same feet that she sat at. To learn from him. I thank God for Mary. Amen. I thank God for Mary that was not intimidated with, amen, the custom of her day. And, 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 and not put off by saying, you don't belong there. But, amen, her love for the master motivated her to move against convention and culture and come in. And, 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 and some people, you know, some people say uh, she didn't really know what she was doing. Maybe. Maybe not. Y'all hear me? I say maybe. Maybe not because, amen, uh, of those that were around Jesus, Jesus spoke of his impending uh, being turned over to the hands of wicked men. And that he was going to be crucified. But it seemed like he just kept going over the disciples' head. They, they didn't want to hear that. They didn't want to hear that. Amen. And, and in fact, at one point, Peter rebuked him and said, Not so. That will never happen to you. And Jesus had to say, Get behind me, Satan. Yes. I say, We're not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. Seemed like sometimes the disciples weren't very good listeners. Now, uh, I project and propose to you, I believe Mary was a good listener. That's why she was sitting at his feet. And what the men were letting go over their head, Mary, amen, uh, uh, paid attention and realized that time was short. And this might be my last time that I can do something for him. This might be my last time and she took the best that she had and brought it and, amen, and, 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 and you know what? She wasn't trying to save nothing. Amen. When she, she broke that alabaster box, you weren't going to get used again. Amen. I'm giving not only my best, but I ain't sparing no expense. And she anointed him. I want to talk about the purposes of the anointing. The purposes. Say that with me. The purposes of the anointing. Well, one of the purposes of the anointing, when they would anoint a body for burial, and, and she didn't know if she was going to get an opportunity to get to Jesus later, one of the purposes for the anointing 
amen, is to remove the stench. To remove the say that with me. To remove the stench. And I'm going to speak metaphorically, amen, about these anointings now. And uh, when I think about removing the stench, amen, I want to speak figuratively. She anointed the physical body of Jesus. She anointed the physical body of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And when she broke open the alabaster container, she changed the entire atmosphere of the room. As I speak metaphorically, amen, uh, I'm talking about, uh, you see, we don't have Jesus' physical body in our midst today. But, amen, we have the church. Say that with me. The church. Which is the spiritual body of Christ. And we can follow in Mary's pattern. Amen. And we can help allay the stench. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5, 1 through 3 says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us. And given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God. For a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not be even named among you as fitting the saints. Neither filthiness or foolish talking or coarse jesting, which is uh, not fitting, but rather the giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be partakers with them. What did I say? I'm talking about the purposes for the anointing. The first purpose for the anointing was to, amen, uh, uh, allay the stench. And so, you might say, what does that scripture have to do with it? Well, it talks about the offering that Jesus presented in his body was a sweet, old King James says, sweet-smelling savor, sweet-smelling aroma. What do I mean, amen? Well, to the mystical body of Christ, which is the church, amen, we can do what Mary did, amen. Do, do you all know this is a stinking world we live in? Look at the news, and it doesn't take long to be reminded that we live in a messed up world. It's a messed up world where a seven-year-old, amen, outside, and can't play outside of his home, and gets gunned down, amen, by, by, by somebody with no regard to the community and the safety of uh, children around, amen. Uh, this is a sick, stinking world that we live in. But I'm here to tell you, amen, as the saints of God, amen, that which God has given us, amen, there is an anointing on our lives. And, 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 and by our presence, we can help change the atmosphere. I'm here to tell you, you can change the atmosphere on your job. Amen, you, you, you say, I'm the only one there to say 
Amen. Uh, 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 that means that's a good mission field. You can change the atmosphere in your school. Amen. amen. I, I, it, uh, when she broke open, amen. Now, you, you got to be broken. Hallelujah. Amen. It's going to cover anointing will cost you. Y'all hear what I said? Amen. Operating in the anointing of God, amen, is going to cost you something. It cost Mary something. Amen. She gave of her inheritance. But she gave it willingly. Talking about helping to allay the stench. Amen. In a world where it seems like everybody's compromising. I'm here to tell you everybody's not compromising. Amen. When folk want to say everybody's doing it, I'm here to tell you everybody ain't doing it. Amen. That, 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 amen. We can help allay the stench with the anointing. Hallelujah. You all get anything out of this? My God. Go back to that. Be imitators of God as dear children. In that we can walk in love as Christ has also loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Amen. In, in that area where you're called to serve, in that area where, amen, you are at, you can, amen, change the atmosphere. I was at the job, uh, over a week ago, and I worked on a facility where they're developmentally handicapped uh, that live there. Some of them are in wheelchairs, some of them are mobile, some of them have varying degrees of uh, competency and capacity. Amen. Some live uh, uh, where they're literally having to be taken care of, have, have to change their diapers like their babies. Uh, some are able to do for themselves under direction. And uh, I happened to be on the job uh, at one of the buildings, and a man uh, develop developmentally uh, disabled guy was walking down the street, and I happened to be standing out in front of the building getting ready to go in. And uh, he came up to me, and he got my attention, and, and he said, I need you to pray for me. Will you pray for me? And, and he limped and kind of, you know, unsteadily walked toward me. And uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't even know why. I asked him what his name was. And I said, sure, I'll pray for you. And so standing there in the middle of the street of the uh, uh, campus where I work, I stood there. And I laid my hand on his shoulder. And uh, I didn't know exactly what was going on. And he wasn't able to communicate to me what was going on. But one thing he was able to communicate is was, I need you to pray for me. Will you pray for me? And I stood there and began to pray. And I, asked, I said, Lord, uh, I don't know what you know. And we need you to fix it. And I began to pray and pray. And when I got through, 
uh, praying for him. He thanked me. And, uh, you know, people talk, and, and there's some who know uh, that I'm a minister, but I really don't know how he knew to ask me to pray for him. Because I never had, you know, uh, but, but I felt privileged uh, to have the opportunity for whatever was going on in his life, amen, prayer could change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. We can allay the stench. I'm talking about the purposes of the anointing. Let me move on. Amen. To remove the stench. And, and holiness is right. Do you all hear me? Amen. Uh, uh, we are being bombarded. Amen. With a systematic program that uh, is, 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 is trying to make out that wrong is right. And that right is wrong. And, and, and pervasive and almost in every movie almost they, 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 you know and, 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 and if we preach what the Bible says they say you're preaching hate speech was yeah. yeah. well, anybody listening to that? Yeah. Yeah. Bible said righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach to any people amen uh, the anointing one of the purposes was to remove the stench Amen. The second purpose of the anointing, amen, talking about when Jesus said you have, amen, anointed my body for burial, was to preserve the body from decay. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Preserve yes. the body from decay. In Colossians 1, 17 and 18, he says, He is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body. And if Christ is the head of the body, if Christ is the head, what's the other part of the church? Who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. Amen. So the second purpose of the anointing, amen, uh, that second purpose is to preserve the body from decay. Hallelujah. To preserve the body from decay. And, 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 and as I'm speaking metaphorically, I believe God can use us, amen, this building and the people who attend here, when folk on the outside and look, and if they look at the sign, they'll say, oh, that's a church. That's a church. Well, that's a building where the church meets. Now, how we take care of the building is a reflection on the faith and the love that we say we have for Christ. And, 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 and see, people won't know us in our heart, but they can see, amen, uh, uh, how we take care of that which we care about. Anybody listening to me? Hallelujah. And you know, there's some people that they want to go through life as cheaply as possible. Amen. If, if, if you know, uh, you know, we brag about. Amen. If we get something that costs a lot and we get it for free, child, do you know I I I, I got cable for free. They hooked me up, and and, and my cable bill should be over a hundred dollars, but I got it for free. We celebrate. Amen. When we get something of value and we think. 
think we got it for free. You can't say amen, say ouch. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you when it comes to the things of God, it's going to cost, an, an anointing is going to cost you something. Yes, to make things better, it's going to take a sacrifice. Jesus said, if you come after me, if any man come after me, let him take up his cross and follow me. Amen. We're complaining, amen, but it's going to cost something. I've I, I got the scripture over there in 1 Chronicles 21, 14. Amen. Let's set the background. 1 Chronicles 24. David had messed up. And he brought a curse on the land of Israel. When folk were dying like flies. Dropping like flies. And David knew that he messed up, and in order to get it right, he had to get it right with God. And so he went to the prophet, and, 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 and he got some choices. He said, you can be in the hand of the enemies for so many weeks, or uh, you can have this, or uh, you can be in the hand of the Lord uh, for a certain number of days. And David thought about it and said, I don't, want, I don't want to be turned over to my enemies. These guys hurt me. I'd rather be in your hand, Lord. And, 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 and so, uh, he was called upon to make a sacrifice. And the destroying angel was coming through the land. And, and David knew the only way, amen, to allay uh, 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 the destruction, that it was going to take a sacrifice. And, and, and in the path that it was going, there was a threshing floor. And, and, and some grain, but David did not own the land. And so he went to the owner of the land and said, I need your land, I need your dressing floor, I need your grain, so that I can make a sacrifice unto the Lord. And the owner said, King, it's yours. You can have it with no charge. If that would have been some of us, we would have been saying, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. We want to get by as cheaply as possible. But listen to what David says. And then King David said to Ornan, No, but I will surely buy it for the full price. He said, Don't even give me a discount. I'll buy it for the full price, for I will not take what is yours for the Lord. Nor will offer burnt offerings with that which cost me nothing. Hallelujah. It's going to cost us something. Amen. Many of us, you know, we're praying that we can hit the lottery or we're praying that we can find, amen, a gold nugget or we're praying, you know, for, for, for miraculous money to come out of somewhere. But you know what? Uh, uh, there are folk that say, oh, if I had... If I had a million dollars, if I had multi-million dollars, the church wouldn't have to worry. Amen. But what are you doing with what you got? Yes, yes. The Bible says he was faithful over small things. Make you rule over men. Yes. Amen. Stop worrying about the pie in the sky. You hit or, amen, or, 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 or that settlement comes in or what have you. Be faithful with what you have. Yes, yes. I believe each one of us has a gift. Each one of us has an inheritance. And if we will take that which God has given us and be willing to use it. 
Amen. We can preserve the body from decay. Is that alright? Hallelujah. First Chronicle 22 and 5. Now David said to Solomon, My son is young and inexperienced, and the house to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent, famous and glorious throughout all countries. I will now make preparation for this. So David made abundant preparation before his death. Do you know God can use us in ways to preserve the body? In ways to preserve the body. And, and I see it both in a, in a, in a physical uh, sense, but I also see it in a, in a relational sense. Amen. And, and I want to thank, I thank God for uh, the support uh, of our pastor's aid department and pastor's aid committee and various members of the church. I'm not going to call any. I, I, everyone who does anything yes. to support this ministry, I want you to know I appreciate it. Because many of the things you do, amen, uh, helps to preserve this body. Yes. Do you all hear me? Amen. The things you do, the things God given you to do, helps preserve this body. There were times, amen, and I'm not going to go through all and rehearse it, but there were times when the devil tried to take us out. Destroy this ministry. I can, I can stir some of your mind. Your memory's up. Amen. Uh, you know, guys coming and, 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 and saying, you know, going to give you all this stock and going to do this and going to do that and, 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 and sought us out to lie Amen. and to get us up, to let us down. And, and, and I thought to myself, my God. And it was a plot and a plan to destroy this ministry. To destroy this church. Down throughout the years, there have been things that have come up, amen, and the devil wasn't playing. He wanted to take us out, and God used some of you sitting right here to preserve the body. Amen. God used, amen, giftings and resources you had, amen, and you gained it willingly. Hallelujah. We're getting ready to launch and embark, amen, upon some things to uh, get us ready to go to another level, yes. amen, and, 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 and that's what our faith board is about, and, and, and sincerely I said, pray, yes. amen, God will get the resources to us, amen, but, but we have to speak it with our mouth yes. and exercise our faith. Yes. Purposes of the anointing, let me get to the last one. Y'all got that the first one was to remove the stench. To remove the stench. We can change the atmosphere in the communities that we live yes. by being real. Yes, yes. By being real. Amen. Number two, preserve the body from decay. The last one, amen, number three, is for a lasting memorial. For a lasting memorial. Jesus said, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world. What this woman has done is going to be spoken of. Here they were. They were frowning at her and they were, amen, mean mugging her and, 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 and complaining. And Jesus said, leave her alone. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Leave her alone. It seemed like the, and, and, and I, I'm not going to get off into it, it seemed like the devil was mad with women. Yes, yes. Any of you women notice that? Yes. Amen. It, 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 it seems like that uh, there's some things that women have to go through. Men, we have our share, but there's some things women have to go through that it seems like men don't have to go through. Yes, and, and, and I firmly believe it is because, amen, Satan is mad at you. Because the first woman, Eve, and, uh, uh, he knows that the seed of the woman is going to bruise his head. Hallelujah. And, and I think he's been mad at the woman ever since. But I want you to hear your God. I want you to, Jesus represents God. Do you hear what he said? Leave her alone. Sometimes women, you think you ain't got nobody on your side. I'm here to tell you, you got somebody on your side. You got somebody on your side. Amen. When she came unashamedly, amen, and unreservedly, and gave him all she had, he became her protector. Leave her alone. Don't mess with her. And in fact, there's going to be a memorial about it. And do you all know me preaching this message today is affirmation that what Jesus said was going to happen is yet happening in the world. Hallelujah. For a lasting memorial. For a lasting memorial. We don't have uh, yet, we don't have plaques on our walls. And, 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 and maybe in our next building or, amen, uh, in our expansion or whatever. But you know what? Uh, there's some things that some of you are doing for a lasting memorial, yes. for Bethel. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, your children are going to, amen, come up or your grandchildren are going to come up and say, amen, uh, uh, my, my mom helped strengthen that church. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother Amen. Uh, 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 worked out her soul salvation in that church. And that church, amen, is standing, amen, on the strength, amen, of the gifting and the sacrifice that my family made. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a living memorial, a lasting memorial. Hallelujah. Joshua 4, 21. I'm now almost through. Amen. Then he spoke to the children of Israel, saying, When your children ask their fathers in the time to come, saying, What are these stones? Then shall uh, then you shall let your children know by saying, Israel crossed over the Jordan on dry ground. Amen. In the book of Joshua, they took twelve stones and carried them. When they went through on dry ground, they took 12 stones from one side and carried them through the dry, the, the waters that separated, and they set up a memorial of those stones. They got stones out of the bottom of the Jordan River. And they carried those stones and set them up as a memorial. And Joshua said, in the time to come, when the children asked their fathers, what, what mean of these stones? 
The fathers are going to reply. It's a memorial. And it shows how we came through dry land, in the midst, through the midst of the Jordan dry land, when God brought us into the promised land. It's a memorial that will stand for all time. There's some things that you'll be involved in. There's some things that I'm going to ask you to do. Amen. There's some things that we're going to do together. And, and, and it's going to be a living memorial. That when some of us are gone, the work is going to be. I'm talking about a legacy. Can you tell? Can you say that word? Leaving a legacy. Some of us, we might not leave millions of dollars to our children and our children's children. But we can leave a spiritual legacy that folk will still be getting saved. That, that lives will still be being changed. Hallelujah. A living memorial. And in Proverbs 13 and 22, it says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the righteous. Hallelujah. A good man, a good woman, leaves a legacy. Amen. I'm getting up in age. Some of you getting up in age where we need to... We, we, we need to start thinking about what are we going to leave behind? What is the testimony we're going to leave behind? I don't know about you, but I don't want my living to be in vain. And I believe, amen, that God has equipped us and anointed us in such a way that we can leave a living, a living legacy at Bethel. And others will be blessed by it. Did you get anything out of the word today?